0: Hey, everybody on Podcast Land, it's David coming at you with a brand new podcast. Well, we are in a brand new day, brand new time. We're still in January 2024, but it's all new. It's a brand new year, brand new month, brand new episode. I have a new episode for you today. Something I've been working on in my mind for a few weeks here, and it came to the head yesterday in a conversation with somebody, as this person was talking to me, the Lord was speaking to me about something, and I just shared a couple little words, a couple little tidbits, and then I said, you know, it's time for me to teach this. I don't think I've ever heard anybody really teach what I'm getting ready to teach because I believe it's going to unlock something in a lot of people. It's going to help you to overcome certain situations that you're facing right now. Um, the The segmented group of people I'm talking about is women. Women have been under a stigma for a long time, especially when it concerns our pointing towards ministry. And in the day and age we're in right now, the Lord needs all hands on deck. He needs everybody. He needs you and he needs me. We all have a part to play in this last days and time ministry. What are you talking about, Brother Dave? What I'm talking about is ministry and the people that are ministering. We're in a day and age where there's a lot of division. While people are yelling for inclusiveness and this group needs to be recognized and this minority group needs to be recognized and this group over here needs to be recognized, the more we're doing that, we're focusing on these little bits and pieces that divide us and the bigger piece of the puzzle is being broke up. Divisions are happening across the board. The more we focus on little things over here, we forget the big picture. And the more we neglect the big picture, the greater sum of people are being scattered, are being broken, are being mistreated, are being misused. And it has nothing to do with color, race, religion. The enemy of all man's soul is Satan. That serpent, that devil. He met us in the garden. He caused division right off the bat. He broke a family up. He caused all kinds of problems. But we're going to talk about something that's kind of interesting today, and it's going to unlock something very powerful inside of you. My main focus today is going to be on women. And when we come back from this break, just like every break I give you, I want you to go get a cup of coffee, a glass of tea, whatever you would like. I want you to spend a moment in time praying. I want you to prepare your heart. Pray that God touches your heart, touches your mind for what you're about to hear. I believe it's going to be a revelation to your soul today. It's going to unlock potential and it's going to give you the keys to be a very powerful witness for Jesus. He's going to use you in a mighty way. He's been using you, but there's been some boundaries and some barriers that have been on your mind, on your soul, and have been holding you back. But today we are going to unlock that potential. And it is going to be flung out to the giant. It is going to hit that giant right in the forehead. Just like out of David's sling with the rock. That smooth stone that was cast through the air. What's getting ready to come out of you is going to be just as powerful. So sit back. Say a prayer for me and my family. Say a prayer for yourself. Get a cup of coffee. And get ready to unlock that potential with God. God bless. Hey, welcome back. Now, I trust that you got yourself a drink, and you have said a prayer, and you're ready to go on. Now, I'm going to read some scriptures. I'm not going to get too deep in this, but I have to read some scriptures. I'm going to read the story I'm going to talk about out of a few different accounts in the Bible. Uh, we're going to read it out of uh, John chapter 20, and we're going to read it out of Mark chapter 16. Um, the Empty Tomb. Let's start at John 20. Verse number one, early on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb while it was still dark. When she saw the large stone had been moved away from the tomb, she ran to Simon Peter and the follower whom Jesus loved. Mary said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other fellow disciples started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down and looked in and saw the stripes, the strips of linen cloth lying there, but he did not go in. Then following him, Simon Peter arrived and went into the tomb and saw the strips of linen lying there. He also saw the burial cloth that had been around Jesus and his head, which was folded or rolled up and laid by itself in a different place from the strips of linen. Then the other fellow disciples who had reached the tomb first also went in. He saw and believed. For they did not yet understand from the scriptures that Jesus must rise. It was necessary for him to rise from the dead. Verse number 10. Then the followers went back home. But Mary stood outside the tomb crying, weeping. As she was crying and weeping, she bent down and looked inside the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white, sitting there where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and one at the feet. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? She answered, They have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they have put him. When Mary said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know it was Jesus. She, he asked her, Jesus said, Woman, why are you crying? Whom are you looking for? Thinking he was a gardener, she said to him, Did you take away him, sir? If you took him away, sir, tell me where you put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary... Mary turned towards Jesus and said in the Hebrew Aramaic language, Rabboni, a variant of a more common rabbi. This means teacher. Jesus said to her, Don't hold on, cling or touch me, because I have not yet gone up or ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers, his disciples, and tell them, I am going back, ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and said to the follower disciples, I saw the Lord. And she told them what Jesus had said to her. So we just read out of the expanded Bible. And I chose that version to help you to understand more of the context here. This is one account, but let's go to Mark chapter 16 now. Mark chapter 16, verse number one. And when the Sabbath was past, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Solomon, had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. Now I'm going to pause here. Mary, the mother of James, is also the mother of Jesus. And Magdalene, we know who Magdalene is, that's the first Mary that Jesus cast out the devils and she was caught into some situations and Jesus helped her out. And so we have these women that are coming to the tomb to anoint Jesus with spices. They were coming there to finish the burial process. In verse number two, and very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering in the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in long white garments, and they were affrighted. And he saith unto them, be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold, the place where he they laid him. But go your way, tell his disciples and Peter, that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you find him, as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulcher, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now when Jesus was risen early in the first day of the week, they He appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. After that, he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. So now you see here, these women had made it to the tomb And when they got there, they went in and saw that Jesus was not there. He was risen. And Jesus got to speak to him for a moment. Other accounts show that angels were sitting there and spoke to him. But as they heard this, they ran back and told the disciples. Now, in its simplest form, that's preaching. That's ministering. When you go and see a truth and you go and speak the truth, that's preaching. When you see a truth and you preach a truth, when nobody wants to hear it, nobody knows what's happening, nobody sees it coming, that's preaching. And they ministered. They were doing what they were supposed to do. They came to the tomb. Now, my message is to women today that are ministering out there. From the very beginning, in the Bible, we hear that sin entered in through the woman. That woman was the first one to be beguiled by Satan. While she was sitting there in the garden, Satan showed up and lured her into eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And as she did that, she hands it to her husband and her husband partook of it. And you know the rest of the story. The whole family was cursed. Trouble happened. Problems happened. And each one where Satan got cursed, the woman got cursed, and the man got cursed for their sins that they did and entered into all mankind through their seed. Now, one of the curses that the woman had was through childbearing. She was going to have pains. And immediately, one of the prophecies were, you will bruise Satan's head with your heel, and, and his head is going to bruise the heel of the your son, and your son's going to bruise his head with his heel. And that's a prophetic word showing that the Messiah was going to come through a woman and be born. Now, from that point forward, Satan it upon himself to attack woman and her seed that's why you see it over and over the children being sacrificed to satan him wiping out nations of children and killing them and going after him because he was trying to stomp out any any way that this seed could come up and destroy him and over generations and generations it's been a battle between serpent and the woman between the serpent and the woman's seed, even to the day we are in today with abortions and the laws that are going on and the way that it's fighting children and the way that kids are being punished for no reason over and over and over again. It's the same battle that's been going on from the very beginning. Women have been caught in the midst of this because they're always having a stigma upon them not to be teachers, not to be ministers, not to be preachers. But in these last days, God has overcome that to use women also as preachers. He shows us with evidence here in the Bible that his very resurrection, the very moment that he rose from the dead, women were the first ones to the tomb. They were the first ones to go and speak about it. They were the first ones to go out and talk about it. They were the first ones to bring the disciples. And even in these accounts and the other accounts that you read, you realize that the disciples didn't even know what was going on. Even when they got to the tomb, they didn't even know what it meant. They didn't even know that Jesus rose from the dead. They didn't understand it. Now, Do you see the importance of you speaking the word of God? Do you see why the enemy will use whatever he can to stop you? First off, your womb was cursed from the very beginning. But when Jesus was born and the prophecy was given to Mary, blessed is your womb. Why? Because what was coming to be in her womb was greater than the womb. It was going to sanctify it. It was going to wash it. It was going to clean it. It was just a cradle, a place for God to be housed for just a moment of time. And he chose a woman, to come through a woman, to be born, to be her seed. He didn't choose the man, because the man, the DNA for man came from God himself. Meanwhile, six months before Mary gives birth to Jesus, her sister Elizabeth was conceived and bore a son named John. His dad was not allowed to speak. When he entered into the temple, he lost his tongue claved to his roof of his mouth, and he was not able to speak, and he was deaf and dumb, seemed like. People thought he was dumb. He couldn't speak until the moment after they named John, and later on he was able to speak after that. After Jesus was born, the fulfillment of prophecy, you get to see Zechariah and what happened to him. But even the man of God was not allowed to speak at this time. And you see that God chose to use women in this period. Mary was blessed. Even though Joseph was involved, Joseph was just a stepdad. He had no other part of his soul or anything bound into Jesus except for his presence. The men that would be used in ministry and later on in the church, when they came to the tomb, had no part except for being a witness and they weren't very good witnesses at it. The women were the key to all this. Do you grasp what I'm saying? The women were the key from the very beginning. The whole purpose that God created woman was for a man in the first place. But because of her weakness, all this stuff happened. And God always chooses the weak things of this world to confound the wise. <coughs> Excuse me. And through this weakness, we can see the strength and power of God. He didn't allow no other person, no other man, nothing else to get in its way, to take any glory, to have any part in this, until he decided to allow it to happen. Now, we all have a part to play. In these last days, we all have a major part to play. Women, you need to receive your strength today. Women ministers, I need you to receive your strength today with all humility. You need to use the gift. You need to use your meekness. You need to use that weakness that God gave you and your weakness can show the world that God is strong. Instead of allowing Satan to get in your head and to doubt, to sow discord, to gossip, to complain, to bicker... Start to show the world the risen Lord. Start, start to show the world an empty tomb. Start to show the world the God that you hold in your womb, the Messiah, the King of Kings. Start to show the world that you're a mother of God, that you can mother and nurture, and you can hold on to and cuddle Jesus until he matures in people's lives. And when he matures in people's lives, you can hand him off and he might even get crucified. You might even lose him. He might even get punished. But you can show the world how strong you are. And you can face these things. And you can be one of the greatest ministers for the Lord out of meekness, lowliness, and your weakness can become something great for God. Don't let the enemy beguile you anymore. Don't let him steal from you no more. Become that person God wants you to be. And with that, God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. I trust that it hit its mark, that the people that are listening to this today have been struggling with stuff in their ministry, in their personal life, and just that enemy, that old serpent, that enemy that likes to bombard your mind, likes to remind you of your past failures, likes to discredit you, likes to get you thinking that you're sub to everybody else that you're not as important, that God has only called certain groups to do certain things and you're not one of them. Well, today we break that lie. That lie comes from the pits of hell and our King of Kings and Lord of Lords has overcome that. And today he sends me with this word to help unlock your potential and to get you moving again. God's going to use you in a mighty way. He's going to use you in places that others have given up Others have thrown down the baton. Instead of handing it off to the next runner in the race, they've hoarded it. They've hid it. They've hid it behind their pulpits. They've hid it in their churches. They've hid it in their organizations. But God is going to use you to start where they left off. God is going to use you in a mighty way. God is going to use you to spread this word, just like the women that went to the tomb, to a place of fear, a place of loss, a place of hope that was dashed against the stones, sadness and great travail. But when they got there, the stone that was blocking the entrance was moved out of the way. And instead of turning and running away, putting their head in the sand, they entered that tomb. And when they entered the tomb, what did they see? They saw a resurrected Lord. All they saw was a shadow of things, his old garments, his old spot that he laid in, an empty tomb. And as they thought on these things, two men that were angels showed up and started to speak to them. And when they left that place, they went and spread that message to the first, to the disciples, and to the apostles. And they didn't even believe them. They discredited them. They didn't trust their words. They didn't like what they were saying. They just discounted everything they said. But as they ran to the tomb... And they saw that these women were not lying. These women were telling the truth. These women were ministering the truth of God. They saw something that nobody else got to see. They believed something that nobody else was believing. They got to speak on things that nobody else was allowed to speak on. And even as these men left the tomb, they still didn't understand what they had saw, what was going on. They didn't get to see the angels like the women got to see. They didn't get to speak to Jesus as a gardener, supposing him to be a gardener. They didn't get to see all these great things because I believe it was their unbelief. I believe it was their own eyes, their own manhood that held them back. That doesn't discredit them and their ministry. We'll get into their ministry later on in the future when God allows me to. But for this episode today, and what you just heard, is for the first preachers of the resurrection and it was women don't let Satan hold you back anymore he likes to do that when you sin or make a mistake he likes to remind you of your past deeds and past failures and holds you back just like the first woman that ever sinned in the earth it was Eve and out of her womb was trouble Cain came and many others that caused trouble on the earth many of our problems many of our situations in life But out of that same womb, God blessed it and sanctified it and turned that place of pain and sorrow and grief into a cradle to hold the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And out of that womb, out of woman's womb, would come the Messiah, the Savior of all mankind. Through this woman, sin entered the world, and through this woman, Salvation came through her loins also. This woman was also the one that got to see the resurrection. This woman also was the one that sat at the cross. This woman suffered a loss when she lost her son. This woman also got to preach the message that Jesus is risen. Our Lord is alive. He's real. And what he said was real. And just like these women... In the Bible, you can model your life after it. Jesus has set us free. He has forgiven our sins and the message is he has risen. He has overcome death. He has overcome the pain. He has overcome the sin that had entered into all mankind. So today, let this get in your soul. Break these yokes that are holding you down and minister Not out of your ability, but out of the ability that God has. Lean on him. Let him use you. And let's get this world across the finish line for Jesus. And let's get these souls that God has marked out there gathered up for Jesus. Let's work together in this 2024. Let's do a great job for Jesus. And with that, God bless.